Hello everyone, this is Jennifer Nicole Sweet, and today we're going to be talking about the pinnacle. You know, a lot of people think a lot of things about the pinnacle, and I've heard being a, a pastor, you know, I'm sorry, for 27 years, don't be a hater. I was, I was a pastor for a long time. I did a lot of good work, you know, and I was always a rebel. I never did conform to a lot of the nonsense and stuff, and the things that were going on because it just it was ineffectual it was judgmental it was all those things that i just didn't like so i've always been kind of a rebel and it was the witchy poo side of me that i have always been by the way you know when i was your pastor and i was still doing witchy things i did not trick you i did not deceive you but i did magical things and i had magic happen all of the time I don't think the Lord, uh, God, the goddess, they, them, um, I, I don't think they're not magical. They are magical. Um, magic, the very act of creation, the very act of intuition, the very act of actualization and, and transformation and all these different things, all these things are magical. And... As a pastor, I was even magical. I would go and I would sit with people under bridges and, and I would go to the homeless and I would feed them and I would baptize them and I would do all these things, which when confronted, you know, oh, you're just the typical, you know, uh, no, I, I was not. And, and no, I wasn't um, like your straight line Baptist person or whatever. I was always different. And I kind of knew that I was different when in Saybrook, I was a little girl and I was sitting, um, you know, at the house and stuff. And we were right off. There was a, uh, off the ocean and there was a place or Long Island Sound actually. And there was a, um, a place, um, the rock in particular and a sentinel tree. And there was a lot of witchcraft and different things which had happened and occurred at this place. And I kind of, even like a really, really, really young age, I kind of felt this magical thing. I knew that my mother was magical, even though she was not religious at all. And I never saw her practice, aside from astrology in the 70s and stuff. She was super, super into that, tarot cards, all kinds of things. So there again was a spiritual, mag magical influence in my life. And I can remember as a little girl sitting on the rock this one huge boulder granite really and sitting in the middle of the woods and i can remember just hearing the magic of the the whispers in the trees as the wind blew and i could hear voices very little and i i knew something was magical something was spiritual something was so big around me that I really didn't know what to call it or how to call it and I wasn't religious at all and like I told you just my mother was the one who did stuff with astrology and other stuff in front of me for a short time anyway and so did her friends especially astrology a whole bunch of that and tarot cards too I can remember different um, women in particular in my life at a place I used to live where there were tarot cards like all over the place so it was something and I found my mother's tarot deck by the way um, 
and I was really kind of scared of it at first, but, <laughs> but I had a magical influence, and that stayed with me throughout the pastor, and I couldn't quite give that up. I can remember walking on a bridge in the, the city that I was in, the Walnut Street Bridge, and I was walking along this bridge, and I would hear this voice, which had always been talking to me, and would tell me things, you know, like you're a bright star and that you're you're one of those stars in the universe and you're gonna do great things and and things would happen. Um and it was magic. It was really magic. And I used to think that magic uh was the Lord and I still believe that it is. You may call it, you know, the goddess, um, the god, you may call it different names. Uh, for different goddesses and stuff, which I think is wonderful. I'm not a Christian now or anything or any religion. I'm just a practicing um, spiritual person and um, a high priestess of sorts. And I like to teach at, in the coven of the mind that where we all join together and come together with a universal mindset that we are gold and that we have to discover ourselves. So at a very early age, I discovered myself. And it was powerful. And I carried that even through my religious experiences, I call it, as a pastor. Went to Bible school, graduated, all that stuff, and thought that was the path that I was supposed to take. I was mistaken, however, and I really didn't understand that there was so much more to magic. Well, one of those things that I didn't understand was the pinnacle. And the pinnacle is, you know, the star with the circle around it. That is um, a pentacle. And a pentacle is a coin, okay? It speaks of the element of the earth. And it has involved in it also the element of water, fire, and air. In each one of the, the points, there are four magical elements, um, which are, are water, fire, air, and, and um, earth. And those four magical elements are very important. And the pinnacle illustrates those four elements. And why are four elements important? Because the elements are where you get your power. The elements are when, when you're going to do something with fire, you know, if you're going to do something with water, if you're going to do something with the air, the wind is a powerful force, as is water, as is um, uh, fire and air and, and the earth itself. So there are the four magical elements. So when you do magic, this is really what you're doing. You're taking the four magical elements of the pentacle, of the pentagram, and you are employing those within a sacred circle. That's why this circle is drawn around the star. And you're making this very practical um, item called a pentacle. And a pentacle is a coin. We use coins for buying things. We use coins because we have been purchased. We There are coins for a lot of reasons. And in the tarot especially, you're going to see that the pentacle is a very important part of tarot. And you're going to get that card. And it speaks of many different things. But the pentacle, as I said, the four magical elements, I believe there's a fifth one, like Donald M. Craig believes also, that the spirit is also part of that magical uh, composition. And that's the spirit, the water, fire, earth, and air. And you'll notice that 
there are different shapes for each of the elements like water is a triangle that's pointing down fire is a triangle which is pointing up earth has a triangle that's pointing down but it has a slash through the top part of that triangle pointing down air goes it's an upward triangle and it has a slash through the top part of the triangle at the top um, so that's what the symbols are for each of the sides of the pentagram. Now you use the pentagram for a lot of different things. One, it represents um, the elements and it's an easy way for us to, to symbolize the four elements in one image, right? So when we see the pentagram, <laughs> unless you're of a certain notion, you're like, the devil, ah! uh, you know, Satan. And it's really not. It's it's a practical use of the four elements and a way to remember the four elements and then to tie them together because each one of those elements has a practical um, association with another one. You say, how is that? Well, with air, for instance, there's moist air, which could be like fog, and then there's dry air, which like here in the desert, right? There's warm air, there's cool air there are there's fire there's water and fiery water what do you mean fiery water well fire that burns there's water that burns there is fire that's controlled by water and then there's liquid which is flammable so you have all these things are incorporated right so and with earth it's the same thing you have a very solid earth you have a fluid earth you have um air which is again moist or dry you have a spirit which is the logos the word um, and the spirit is important because in the four magical elements the logos the spirit the breath the pneuma the the, the spirit of of the above the universe god and goddess elohim by the way god and goddess it, it, there's there's a duality even of god that is, of course, unified, but there's a duality. And each of the elements has duality. Each, everything that is around the pentacle uh, has many meanings. So it's not just a regular old water that is, you know, out of the tap <laughs> or a stream or a lake or something. It could also be salt water. It could also be fresh water, brackish water. It could be, there's all kinds of different water. There's all kinds of different fire. There's all kinds of different earth. There's all kinds of different air. And in the spirit, the same thing. You say, how so? Well, the spirit moves in so many different directions and in so many different ways. And the spirit takes all of those different elements of water, fire, earth, and air, and then incorporates those into powerful and magical things, right? So the pentacle is a really nice way to symbolize all this massive power in one symbol. And it also, when you practice, right? You're going, you heard about the sacred circle. Well, some people, they draw a circle and then they draw a pentagram inside the circle with candles on every branch. And then you are in the center of that circle in the ceremony. And our others are outside of the circle on the, on the parameter uh, of the circle. And in this ceremony, you know, you, you're drawing this pentacle because you're calling on all the four 
um, magical elements to incorporate within your practice, within your magic, within your life to make things manipulated, controlled, and brought, brought in under control because there are some things which need fire to oppose them. There are some things which need fire to ignite them. There are some things which need water to douse things, like banishing and that kind of thing. And then there's water that causes growth, right? So an air, same thing. A plant grows, for one, not just because of water and the sun, but which is fire, the sun is fire, um, that it also uses the wind. When the leaves move and the, and the uh, stem shakes, that helps in the growth process. So the air and the earth and the fire and the water are, are there's a lot of facets to it and you bring it all together in one powerful symbol called the pentacle. Now it's also called a pentagram. A pentagram is not something, <laughs> you can use it to banish, right? Because there's a lower and higher uh, um, banishing ritual and invoking ritual of the flaming blue pentagram. There is also a hexagram which is golden which can banish as well as invoke. And you use a hexagram in order to hex. A pentagram, however, you can use to banish, but a hexagram is for hexing, and a pentagram is not always a bad, you know, what you would think is a bad thing possibly, or someone else would. It's a useful tool of which the symbol in itself, incorporating the magical elements, has power. So on your altar, you're going to have that pentacle. It's going to be there, and you're going to use it. In your circle, you're going to have a pentagram. Why? Because it, it invokes and, and, and protects the person within that symbol. And it incorporates the, the four houses and the, also the logos, the spirit, the breath from the above. And then you're bringing within the circle as, you know, without, so within, as within, so without, as above, so below. And the pentagram, when it's drawn on the floor and you're in the center of that and you're practicing, you're creating this cone of power which is above you. All the four elements are condensed into this hyper strong ray of truth, ray of strength and power. To, and it helps you, and even in your path working, that means like you're in your journey, you can meditate and you can go to different places. And even within the circle, people will tell you as you cast the circle, there's this feeling, there's this, this um, sense of magic and power and ability that comes with that symbol. I wear a pentacle around my neck on a necklace 24 hours a day. You say, that's superstitious. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you do things in order to protect yourself, right? Um, I carry around with me martial arts in my mind. I know how to protect myself with my body. And I have that 24 hours a day. I have other practical things which protect me. And the pentacle is one of those images that protects me. Um, I use it quite often. Now, there's a certain way of which to draw it. And depending on if you're banishing or invoking with the earth, the air, the fire, and with water, you start in a certain position and draw um, the pentagram. You can use your sword, you could use your dagger, you could use your, um, your arm of power um, when you make the above and below sign, you know, and your arm becomes a wand. 
an extension of you or use your wand for that matter, you can um, draw the pentagram in certain directions which brings about a spirit of invoking and then a spirit of banishing. And Donald M. Craig in his book in Lesson 5 and on page 200 um, and 7 and 6 that, uh, and so forth, you're going to see in the, that lesson that there's a way to draw the pentagram. Now, I wouldn't get all hooked on exactly how to draw it. I think you should know how to draw it. You know, starting in a corner and going down and across and over. And you make your pentagram symbol um, in the direction that you need to use it or in all four houses. Um, there is a way to do it. But really, if you have a pentacle that you either made, which is really special, you can take um, vines, you can take um, branches, you could take all kinds of different material that's magical and special to you or that you invoke magic upon and make it magical you can make your own pentacle so you can do that you don't have to buy one from a witch or from a, a medium or something <laughs> or online you can make one yourself and online you'll see there's different ways to do it and some people have made the most beautiful pentacles with flowers with vines with cinnamon with um different herbs that are incorporated into each of the branches of the star to incorporate the different elements. So if you're that kind of creative person, make your own pentacle. It's really cool. And then you can hold it. And when you're creating your sacred circle, when you're doing your ceremony, you can lift it up high and proud and you can banish, you can invoke, and you can do those things that you need to do with this powerful symbol. Um, I like to use the pentacle. It's not a, a bad symbol. Um, you, it actually is a symbol of equilibrium. It's a, it's, a, it's a symbol of invoking. It's a symbol of banishing. It's a supreme symbol that you use um, in your, your ceremony and stuff. So, And in the tarot, by the way, the pentacle, there's a whole suit of pentacles. So, you know... You get to use it and understand it and as you understand what the pentacle is the tarot is going to make more sense to you as well as you get you know a three of pentacles or a two of pentacles the guy juggling and stuff and you're going to see how important it is you know there's a there's one with the pentacles and the man is sitting there and he's seeing his family happy and everything's provided for and then there's another one where a guy is making his own pentacles again see like making your own pentacle he's making his own i think it's is that the eight um of pentacles if i remember right so you know he's looking down at the pentacles he's made he's got a workbench and he made a pentacle so he's doing those magical and practical things in life um with the pentacle now the magical elements you're going to say what's the big deal about why is it air why is it earth why is it fire and, and, and this kind of thing. Well, in alchemy, there are different methods and different compositions of our body. Alchemy is not making gold out of lead, really. What it means is you're taking a life which is lead, right? Something which is maybe not so precious, and but it's more common. And you're making it into gold or you're making it into silver, which then is turned into gold. And the gold symbol is the sun, by the way, which is a fire symbol. So 
you're using alchemy, you're using this chemical kind of um, a spiritual science, if you will, where you are taking the different elements and that you are making yourself a better person. You know, the water is a symbol of the air and it's used um, with the Aquarius symbol um, in astrology, right? And then the sign for Leo, it re represents the fire. And then the eagle is associated with water. You'll see like on the world card, you'll see like eagles and stuff. Eagles are associated with the water sign and um, because water has the power to dissolve and it's very powerful that way. Um, and distillation is what they call it. And then the sign of Taurus represents the element of earth. So there are different reasons for why the earth, the fire, and the water, and the wind, and all that are used. And it brings about forces. You think about water and how powerful that is. You think about air and how powerful that is. Think about um, fire and how destructive and or positive it could be. Um, and you can banish with fire. Let's just say you had some person who was giving you a lot of crap and you wanted to banish uh, that person and their ability to say talk negatively about you. I've had this happen. And so in the direction of the person, I make the symbol of the fire, which is a triangle pointing upward. And I use make my hands like in my fingers and I create this, this triangle and I push away um, in the direction of where that person's um, ministry and all that was. And I, I pushed in that direction and I used fire in order to repel, um, you know, the damage that this person's caused by the flood of their words. You know what I mean? And the wind of their words. So I use the fire element to um, combat that. You can use the water element. Let's just say someone was using fire against you and things were burning and getting destroyed because of the fire that the anger and, and whatnot that someone had brought to you. You can use the water symbol, which is a triangle pointing down. Make that with your hands and make a triangle pointing down and use that symbol in the direction of the person where they live or are or work or whatever it might be. Um, and use that symbol, the water symbol, to protect yourself. Um, you can make motions, like with the wind, you could use your breath and blow. You could uh, do a bunch of different things. You could actually take real water out of, uh, use your goblet and take that water and put salt in it so that the, the water changes composition. In other words, you're changing the actual composition of the water from um, uh, fresh water to say salty water. Salt is used on the altar all the time to do things. So, um, you know, I could go on and on. And I hope that what I've shared with you is beneficial about the pentacle and about the pentagram. This is not the wherewithal. This is not all the information about the pentacle. There's so much more about it. But this is just a practical overview of using the pentacle, making your own pentacle, and how you can use the pentacle to benefit you by banishing or invoking and other things, okay? Ah, oh, gosh, you guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And I hope these lessons are helping you. And have a great day. Bye.